0: Good day, one ghoul thing fans. Wait, sorry. Good thing. One well, good thing. Fans. Goods here. The easy one. Paul Salt is yet again locking himself in bathrooms intentionally in order to sue the last independent cinemas out of business. So while he's unscrewing the hinges and replacing the knobs for wasps, here's a little recording of the two of us back when we were friends. Except we recorded it at the weekend and just pretended it was that heady summer of 2112. Or 12. Back when we both still watched the movies we claimed to. Have some of this.
1: Hello, and welcome to the one quick thing, the podcast that does not suffer in silence. I'm
0: Paul Puritan. I've made me fall
1: in love with you. Yeah. effortlessly
0: yeah it happens every time
1: i'm still locked in a cinema basement in the bathroom though so let's <laughs> squeeze in another quick thing
0: yeah it's where you write all your reviews you just gotta find one
1: <laughs> you gotta find the nug review <sighs> review the bathroom the film which t- you mean the toilet. yeah <laughs> uh. not as wretched as the previous one <laughs> it is time for our pen penultimate of our eve eve of the gore house greats it is Mm. 1976's satan's slave camilla york she is to blame catherine for everything and how do you know i'll be bored out of my mind well spending a week with an uncle you've never even met catherine no Starring Alfred? Oh, God. <laughs>
0: Alfred Michael Goff Goff.
1: Oh, God, yes. Satan's Slave, aka Evil Heritage, if you want a title that makes more sense. It's not as catchy, though, is it? It's not as catchy as Satan's Slave. Who is the titular Satan's Slave? Are we not all? Is it not the Pauls?
0: <laughs> Societe.
1: <laughs> Societe? Probably. Societe. <laughs> Societe, <laughs> Chalamet? I suspect so. <laughs> Satan's Slave was directed by Norman J. Warren, who directed in Seminoid. Oh, okay.
0: I thought you were going to say Insidious yeah. for some reason. I have no idea why my <laughs> nope. brain was going to make that, that leap. <laughs>
1: maybe maybe he's James Wan, after all. Oh, shit. Nope, he, he directed Inseminoid. Oh, okay. Anyway, here's the plot to Inseminoid. A crew of interplanetary archaeologists is threatened. Yeah, the crew, you see. That's yeah. singular, so it's fine. Archaeologist yeah. is threatened. Yeah. Uh, when, an ancient creature, when an ancient creature impregnates one of their members, causing her to turn homicidal and murder them one by one. Oh, we're in no. safe
0: hands, I feel. It, it it feels like this is the natural next step. you <laughs> so are in seminoid.
1: I think so. <laughs> the film was written by Nick Malley, mm. who worked on Superman One and Two, The Shining, Star Wars, and The Empire Strikes Back. Wow! In the makeup department. Yes. All right then. This is only screenplay. Oh. Only written in fact, in it isn't. Lipstick. It actually isn't because I wrote all of that and then realized I was still looking at the page for Inseminoid. <laughs> <laughs> Satan's Slave was written by David M- McGillivray. McGillivray. Oh. McGillivray. M- McGillivray. McG- McGillicuddy. Yeah. Um, who wrote Schizo. Oh. And he didn't do makeup for jack shit.
0: Not even his wife when she asked him.
1: <laughs> Point blank. <laughs> Can you give me a hand Or And they threw himself out the
0: window. And she, went, God, he's so honest. I love that and respect it. <laughs> that's my man (laughs) that's mcgilly gully gully whatever you are (laughs) that's why i'm
1: proud to call myself mrs mcgill (laughs) (laughs) darling babe uh the makeup for satan's slave was done by nick malley the writer of (laughs) (laughs) inseminoid
0: oh yeah okay i know him
1: (laughs) oh there he is yeah uh malley has just two acting credits incidentally satan's slave and (laughs) inseminoid
0: and and who who was he whom did he play (laughs) Oh it's some um, f- uh, I think he was like cult member. Oh, okay, one of the very Doesn't like, like the conspicuously short cult members.
1: <laughs> That's right. He is an e- he's a living ewok. That's why they hired him for Star Wars. Oh my god, he's a treasure. He is a treasure and he needs to be protected from himself. Um, now I'm talking an awful lot about Inseminoid as if I had no info about the production of this film, but I fucking do somehow. What? This has a weirdly extensive Wikipedia page.
0: Aww, something's got to.
1: (laughs) Something has to. Something has to use up the bandwidth. The film was a production of director Norman J. Warren's newly formed production company, Monumental Pictures. It's a good start.
0: That's nice. Monumental Pictures. Monumental
1: Pictures. And our first picture is Satan's slave.
0: (laughs) It's gonna have Fuck. cameras and it's gonna have lights and it's gonna have you and you and you, all your dames. Even you, Mr. He's alone in a room. Um,
1: <laughs> it was principally funded by Warren and Les Young, his camera operator.
0: I, know, I saw Les Young on the credits yeah. and thought, what a wonderful thing to see on screen.
1: <laughs> Les. Les Young. Oh, that's like a, a badass's name from the 60s. <laughs> he's
0: a bit of all right. He loves his mum. Don't tell him that you go for the opposite football team, though. He's <laughs> he's, a, he's a weird one.
1: Because he can be a bit fucking Andy, you know what I mean? He'll cut um, you. <laughs> he'll cut you. you will cut your face. Don't mess with Les Young. Uh, this was Warren's first horror film. Uh, they decided to make a horror film because their budget could only reasonably make a horror film or an erotic thriller. And they decided that a horror film would have a longer shelf life. Because porn gets yeah, old right.
0: fast, Paul. Yeah, it does. And and and, and, and you know what? Why not do both at the same time? That's what yeah. horror a lot of the time it Wait, wait, wait. Was this directed by an Italian man in the 70s?
1: <laughs> Hang on a minute. Somebody, somebody try and get that mustache off of um, Nick Mallet. <laughs> no, he was the writer who didn't write this. Norman J. Warren, that's the one.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I've got so many notes about And seminoid is the problem. Um, <laughs> I just understand the, why. <laughs> one of the producers sold his shares in mother care to finance the film and another sold his car and mortgaged <laughs> his home to make Satan's Slave.
0: Again, understandable. I thought you were going to say sold his shirt. I'll <laughs> be back, son, for Les Young.
1: How much are you going for this? A quid? Well, it's really worth a lot more than that, but I need to make it in Seminoid. No, I'm making Satan Slave. Oh, God. Wait, no. Wait,
0: you were the guy who made it in Seminoid? <laughs> here's here's ten pounds
1: I'll take it for free, mate. Great.
0: Wait. <laughs> Love your film, mate. <laughs> Dickhead.
1: They couldn't actually afford Michael Goff, is the thing, but he agreed to take less money after reading the script and hearing Warren's personal vision for the film. What a monumental (laughs) vision that would have been.
0: And you're going to be in it. And you, and you, (laughs) mister.
1: (laughs) It's just an alone in a room with Michael Goff. (laughs) And you, and you. Oh, I can't really refuse,
0: can I? So eccentric.
1: Oh, he was paid £300 for his participation, Oof. which is in 2019 money. How much do you think?
0: Or £300. £1,000.
1: Uh, embarrassingly close, £2,535.
0: Whoa. <laughs> Michael Goth. that's like a it's like a semi-pro football player <laughs> <who's>, who <laughs> during the week we paints people's houses.
1: Jesus Christ. Okay, just this straight from Wikipedia. I know I'm p- delaying the inevitable here, but this is gold. <laughs> the film was largely shot in and around the county house
0: of Baron and
1: Baroness DeVuce in Pierbright, Surrey. Mm-hmm. They had so little money that Goff and co-star Martin Potter had to provide their own costumes, and Goff was given no accommodation, so he stayed with a friend in Barnes. Okay. Director Warren remembers we would pick him up each day at around 5.45 a.m., he would work with us all day, often until midnight, and then we would drive him back to his friend's house, stopping on the way to buy fish and chips. Aww. <laughs> I bet they made him pay for it as well. Yeah,
0: so like out of pocket, it, like, Michael Gough probably made tuppence, depending on how many days he had to film. Oh,
1: depending on how many rounds of fish and chips he had to buy for the entire crew. Yeah,
0: that's when that's when the what's the director's name again?
1: Oh, uh, Warren. That's uh, when that's when Warren,
0: Warren Warrenson, uh, his whole family would yeah. show up and they'd be like, "Oh, you see, they haven't eaten in days, Mister Gough."
1: <laughs> These are our costume designers, Timmy, Timmyette,
0: <laughs> working round the clock, Mister Gough.
1: Particularly insulting, seeing as he has to provide his own costume. Yeah. <laughs> Taking what? a piss. It's all
0: very frightful, he says, handing over the <laughs> seven pence for, for 50 fish and chips.
1: <laughs> Fuck yeah.
0: Oh, with cigarettes in them. Best. <laughs> Warren edited the film
1: himself and apparently cut a lot of the dialogue scenes. According to Warren, the main problem with the film was that the plot was very complicated and actually rather boring. <laughs> so we just cut out complete sequences where people were explaining things. And a lot of the film doesn't make sense because of those cuts, but it was
0: less complicated, and no one ever questioned the plot. <clears throat> the, do you know the the one thing I definitely, definitely thought watching this film, Paul? Yeah. It made perfect sense. I don't... It was
1: fine, yeah. <laughs> I can only imagine him. Oh, it, it doesn't make sense at all, unless you know that the Countess was really, secretly, the the Baroness of wherever the fuck. And it's like, no. Yeah, it's fine. You just... These old men want to kill a young woman. It's fine.
0: Yeah, it's, it's Field of England, mate. You don't
1: need to explain that shit anymore. Yeah. Oh, I love this sentence, though. To boost the film's distribution prospects in the Far East, reshoots were held to increase the levels of gore and nudity. Oh, they fucking love that out there, man. In the Far East, Norwich. We're <laughs> breaking into the Eastern Market. <laughs> <laughs> um, This film has a themes section on Wikipedia. Okay. Yep, film critic Adam Locke argues that the effect of York's car journey is comparable to time travel, defining it as a reprogramming for the audience with memories and associations disconnected from the urban and from the modern. In psychogeographical terms of the relationship between the individual and space, there is a cliched and yet interesting idea of the road leading to nowhere. Sir, this is Satan's slave. Get down (laughs) from that chair.
0: I can't get on board with that asshole. I have no idea what that was referring to. <laughs> it's
1: it's I, basically I, I, cribbing notes from like Kim Newman, who said that every great horror movie starts with the characters driving out into the country where horrible things happen. That's all.
0: Yeah. When <laughs> he just when you said, said it in
1: five paragraphs,
0: did he, say, did he say York's car journey?
1: Oh yeah, who the fuck is York? I assume it's her. She's the because uh, okay,
0: she, I couldn't get out of my head the um the guy from Austin Powers, Michael York.
1: <laughs> yes, Michael York uh, and who played like, Basil Exposition. Yeah, yeah. Was it was he the uncle and the and the aunt? He might have been all Probably. of the characters. He was, well, it's was very tends, very often the case in
0: the sixties. He tends to do that, and do you know what? Michael Gough had to provide his costume as well. So it's was, <laughs> oh, it was really really sore at this point.
1: Well, look, *Satan's Slave* received mixed reviews. Uh, Stephen Green at *Flesh and Blood* magazine writes that the film is head and shoulders above the sta- stalk and slash tedium, which would dominate the American industry within five years. I can't relate to that. Paul, can you?
0: I have no idea what who you are. No.
1: I don't know what that's. What, I don't know what he's on about. No, we haven't any experience of that particular genre. Michael Goff is a three man,
0: getting the bin outfit. <laughs> <laughs> lovely, lovely man. Lo- lovely like- man. Oh, to the <laughs> Best bit of my Friday night by far. Michael Goff. <laughs> yeah, with his mustache, with an incredible mustache. Fucking <laughs> boss tash.
1: <laughs> it's separately built. <laughs> oh god the film was commercially successful and was re-released five fucking times in the 1970s wow 70s yep. what's
0: wrong with you
1: i know a decade that had shaft in it what are you doing god
0: it was one of those troll too
1: <laughs> re-released 10 years before it was made um it was a bold move made by Dino you know why not so paul you necromantic mm, yes what's one thing about satan slave that made you want to stab it in the brain
0: there was a there was a man in it, and his name was Stephen Paul, and uh, his jacket was was it was yeah. tailored so tight that it made him run like the, the 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 foppiest British man I've ever met, and and they had him oh, run a couple God. of times in the movie, and um, it's Stephen the killer. Stephen is the killer. Young. Yeah, yeah I call him Brian Cox. Brian Cox. Yes, that's pretty good. We were trying to place him. He had a bit of a Killian Murphy intensity to him. You know, yeah. if, if, if it was Killian Murphy.
1: Brian Cox, the actor, incidentally, everyone, not the renowned astrologer. Yeah. <laughs> Astronomer.
0: Yeah. Um, Imagine uh, this I, I knife to... stabbing you in the kidneys. <laughs> I already have. Um, it's getting a bit <laughs> It's a long... Gallagher Brothers there.
1: <laughs> All right, look. Same the man. The movie starts yeah. a friendly British goat man. Every movie started in the 70s with a goat man. <laughs> yeah um and a, genuinely a very cooperative member of the production team being <laughs> naked and held down on the table because the actor yeah. they wanted did not show up
0: see i thought you were gonna say a genuinely cooperative uh uh sacrifice victim because <laughs> because because she late she lies there nice and patient while they set everything up <laughs> and then when they get the knife out uh michael goff goes okay now you can panic and she goes oh good thank you <laughs> <laughs> ah no! She
1: was the producer of the movie. Uh, you you mm. should have seen the actor that they wanted to get. She would have been writhing about all over the place.
0: Yeah. So she, oh, she was making. She was busy producing right <laughs> up until the moment she was sacrificed. <laughs>
1: she was signing off uh, permission forms to use Michael muscle.
0: clothes for everything.
1: Right up until the end, <laughs> clothes for the. For their- for fucking napkins after lunch. <laughs> it's unbelievable they wrote that into the contract. Terrible. And
0: it. But he's so he's so Ugh. into cinema. He said, "You know what, yes. mate? I'm Michael Goff, and I love movies. <laughs> and I and I say you have the clothes off my back. Ugh. Have the clothes off my fucking back.' You absolute yeah. gems.
1: Look, we've got to move on. They oh. they sacrifice her to Gamba yeah. and to the mighty Gamba, <laughs> to Luglug, um, the devil god of evil. And yeah. we start with uh, Freckly, Felicity, Kendall. And her guy, British gent, Brian Cox. Yeah. Ah, she's too tired for any exploitative sex.
0: Oh, please, he says. And uh, they have some some lovely, well, he has some lovely button-down English chit-chat, which obviously gets (laughs) gets her juices flowing. Might as well finish it off.
1: Finish me off, you mean?
0: Don't look at me like that. I know you're trying to get me drunk.
1: Now, why would I want to do that?
0: For the same reason you lured me to your country retreat in the first place. I just thought you might enjoy it. Just between you and me, I have. And, uh, oh, and fuck yeah. He, oh, no, he turns out to be a killman. Oh, uh, no, he Vinnie eventually. Joneses her in the door.
1: <laughs> and then he stabs yeah. her plastic dummy. She hates that.
0: <laughs> With a wooden knife. Hard so, yeah. cut from scary Yuck. gothic mansion to bleak drab London tower block.
1: <laughs> fuck yeah, atmosphere. And we've got... <laughs> We've got our main character Jenny Agutter, yeah, and her boyfriend Arthur Pand, and their <laughs> excellent duvet they've got
0: together. I wish I'd have done any like just gone over my notes once cuz yeah, I had a I had a name for that guy, the the boyfriend. He was lovely. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, it's, it's it's not actually very funny. It's just reminding me of uh, Richard Beckinsale. Do you Remember Rising Damp and Porridge?
1: Oh yeah, Richard Beckinsale. That's a good show. Yeah. Shout. Right. And
0: then I started reading about his tragic life. That's,
1: yeah, that's yeah, unfortunate. Let's go with Richard <laughs> and, um, Dickie yeah, Pan. Dickie Pan. Yeah, she explains that she's going on a trip to visit her uncle, yeah. Colty you, played by Michael Goff, yeah. and her parents, Rasputin and Vanessa Redgrave. <laughs> Amazing oh. facial hair on Rasputin. <laughs> forward-facing beard in every sense of the word. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, that sounds great, says the boyfriend. You sure you don't want me to come along? No? Okay, well, well I'm going to go... I'm going to stay here being genuinely interesting. Yeah, you take this
1: bracelet. Where'd you get this? Huh? <laughs> off me, ma'am. <laughs> so, yeah, they get into God a car her. crash on the way to Uncle murder you. Agatha survives and goes off to find an ambulance and the car just fucking explodes, killing our third woman and first man of the film.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but not before um the husband yeah holds up the mum's head. <laughs> and she's already dead. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, and, definitely. And he goes... She's okay.
1: <laughs> no, she's fine. She needs, lie dad. Down. <laughs>
0: needs a little Needs a lemon.
1: Worst things happen at sea. So, <laughs> they, um, Uncle Alfred is here with his moustache and his saucy secretary. Um, yeah, and they, they get introduced <laughs> and Uncle Alfred's just like, um, let's get you some aspirin and get you to bed. Oh, your parents are all dead, by the way. <laughs> yeah, never mind, lass. Terribly, terribly dead. But um, <laughs> Keep it keep, all inside, eh? Let's get you to bed. Stiff upper lip. Yeah, I'm sure you'll get through it. <laughs> When will you be heading home? Incidentally, <laughs> we just want to plan the weekend. Um, yeah, Brian Cox is there. He's her cousin, like Jenny Agatha. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. And he wants cousin. to ch- he wants to check in on her. Mm. But his father's saucy secretary uh, yells at him until he kisses her into submission. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh. <laughs> Give me your lower l- jaw. <laughs> <laughs> it now belongs to me. And 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 yeah, oh, belongs um, to us. She's. <laughs> and now she's docile and therefore the perfect lady. <laughs> Fuck and, yeah. um And he, and he goes in and, and and starts to woo his cousin. <laughs> apparently, uh, yes, we're told.
1: Absolutely. He stares at her for a bit, and then yeah. In the yeah. morning, in the morning, Alfred comes to visit her, and um, it's a good thing he's here because he's good with orphans and murdering women. Yeah. And he points out that the funeral is tonight. Great. Yeah, okay. <laughs> this is all happening rather quick. Yeah. I thought we'd be just having dinner at this stage. But no, we're planning my parents' my newly dead parents' funeral. Fantastic. Michael
0: Goff wasn't even in the script. Michael Goff, he actually <laughs> killed her parents in real life, oh, so that shit. she would she'd know how to act properly about it. <laughs> he was really charitable, really thoughtful actor.
1: Yeah. Well, he goes. And he up, bought fish and chips. He he bought fish and chips for everyone, and I think the Academy has refused to acknowledge that, and it's a crime. So, <laughs> Ryan Cox shows up. And if he's here to be less reassuring than Alfred, he says, here, let me show you the grounds. We'll start with that tree that killed your parents just yeah. along here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they take one of the exposition-y strolls that the guy should have cut Yeah. Um, around the grounds, and he tells her that she has the shining. Yeah. So she whips her hair around a bit and sees another woman getting murdered. That's yeah. refreshing. Yeah. Does anything nice happened here? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Before that, yeah, but... <laughs> They had a picnic, but it doesn't look as good. Uh, sheathed in flames, happening like in an effigy on top of this trunk. Uh, that's true. I, I can
1: see her. She's she's pruning the the rosebush. It's it's <laughs> it's spring and it needs to keep cutting back before the growth period.
0: Ah, the oh, embarrassment. Well, anyway, uh, Brian Cox has gone. He got bored and wandered off. And uh, yeah, she he and off. she comes to you and goes, "Oh, okay, no, genuinely has gone." And uh, he goes, "Well, look, I you were, I thought you were following me." Or oh, in the middle of my premonition that I told you I was having. Yes, in the middle of that. And then and you weren't. And I, did, I thought I could have gone back to find you, but look, do you want a kiss? That seems to work usually. Let's have
1: a great big kiss. So they bury her oh. parents in the garden next to the bins. <laughs> and uh, then once again, following a theme, Brian Cox's lead, they just leave her at the graveside. She'll be fine. She knows what she's doing.
0: Best not okay. get involved. The way
1: she's tearing up the ground and trying to dig him up, she's she's got to work that out, you know, for herself.
0: She's grief-ridden can't. and very heavily sedated. She's
1: gonna you be fine. Can't and shouldn't try to stop her. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, is it important? This the secretary steals a key off of Albert. I don't think none it might of this come is up. important, Paul. We could get none of the this is important. Minute is as yeah. Okay. So <laughs> that night, a mysterious man sneaks into Agatha's room and takes the amulet that um Richard Pan gave her. Uh, oh no. Her. What's What's he gonna do with that? So Arthur Pan jumps off his flat. <laughs> yeah. What's it? Black magic. Now he's just a British
0: man in the seventies. <laughs> he had to take a lift down from the thirty-eighth floor of his tower block apartment. Someone had done a piss in the in the corner.
1: Yeah. yeah. There was there was the, the decaying welfare state in the corner of the room, and a, a, a sense of fascism growing in the air. Yeah. And he just thought, oh, fuck it," you know. And the guy <laughs> doing black magic was like, "Oh, that's handy."
0: Yeah. Few save. I saved one of my spell slots.
1: <laughs> it's actually a very little need or call for an assassin in seventies Britain.
0: Yeah. You know, just. Just, just turn the mirror unto themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Most people, I think so, you'll find, can't take that.
1: <laughs> Agatha has more sleazy visions of the 70s. Um, now it's some kinky girl-on-girl girl action. And then girl-in-girl mm. girl
0: action. Mm. And then snakes. Uh-oh, it's <laughs> Stanley about. Stanley, I thought fucking Glenn <laughs> or Glenda at this point. is was <laughs> fucking mental. Fuck especially yeah. the the um, the scoring to this movie. Oh, my
1: God. They they, they had a chart. Yeah. Uh, they the- got console- Michael Goff to do
0: it. <laughs> Very accommodating man What do you think of Modern Museum Michael Goff It's loud and kids <laughs> Yes you could You can do this That's perfect Do it loud um, and kids So
1: yeah She wakes up and um has it off with her cousin Brian Cox, because it's seventies England It's got something for everyone. <laughs> Saucy secretary tells Jenny Agatha that um, yeah, oh yeah, this the family's ancestor is a bloody witch, and now Brian Cox and Aww. Alfred are trying to bring her back in Agatha's body. Not very good is it? Oh God, she says the on top of everything, yeah, she says the only way to bring her back is in the body of a direct descendant. You don't mean me, I do
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> After many attempts, he discovered that the only satisfactory way to resurrect the dead is through the body of a direct descendant. You don't mean me. Catherine,
1: you... Oh!
0: What a surprise.
1: <laughs> oh, oh no! <laughs> you know what? Never mind. I was just, I was just joking. I'm just going to let this happen. So... Oh, fuck. It turns out that young Brian Cox saw Alfred murder his mother, and so he began engaging in a a series of vicious scenes that play out really well in the Far
0: East. That's his backstory. (laughs) He's wearing Uh, a Norwich FC shirt whilst he's (laughs) doing it.
1: Beating them to death with a, a brick on a chain. So, well, I need to run away immediately, obviously.
0: Oh, no, after dinner.
1: So they all have dinner. Yeah. Why? Why not
0: now? She genuinely asks in the film. (laughs) Oh, Oh, young kids today. Do you know how much Michael Goff has given to this, (laughs) just so you could have dinner with him?
1: You don't know. You don't know that Thursday is um, some ribeye day. You just fucking sit down,
0: (sighs) bitch. Seventies Britain.
1: Yeah. Right, God. But oh no, saucy secretary. Yeah, that's right. Seventies Britain. So it's probably more beans with cut up sausages in it. (laughs) Delicacy. (laughs) Can't miss that. Love Thursdays. Oh, I hate foreign food. oh no though Sa- saucy secretary spent too long packing her tiny bag and now Brian Cox fucking gets her yeah and he gets Agatha for the ceremony yeah yeah but it's alright though because she- Agatha manages to get Cox in the eye with a nail file and she kills him in the eye right in the eye yeah.
0: right in the eye yeah. famous Daniel Stern line <laughs> um, and I think Ow, he was my eye. E- echoing that yeah how yeah. <laughs> well, you stabbed me in the eye with a nail file
1: <laughs> whoever it was William the Conqueror for I genuinely can't remember one of the Howards I don't give a fuck anyway
0: yeah I'm Howard the Duck
1: Hard right, yeah, Howard the Duck. But oh shit, yeah. her dad Rasputin is here and alive, and he sounds like Roddy McDowell, and I don't trust anything he's doing.
0: Oh, Jesus, and he looks like Andy McDowell. He
1: looks <laughs> like Andy McDowell, and it's just a <laughs> troubling sight.
0: Oh, you can trust me, I'm Andy McDowell, he says. And <laughs> that's when you know things are about to pop off, and they oh. do. <laughs> You're having a dream. You had a dream, they said. Yes, a so definite, it was all definite all dream.
1: A dream. Yeah. Anyway, look. Yeah, they do a great deal of work to get her convinced that everything is okay, and then just fucking reveal it to her again. Hey, look, yeah. Brian Cox is dead. You're a, you're an asshole.
0: But what yeah. was that about? My, Michael Michael uh-huh. Goff just wanted to be. He hadn't had his reveal yet, and he wanted to make sure he could have a reveal while sitting calmly in a chair because <laughs> fucking it, he's he's worked hard. and he, he had has many bags of fish and chips he had to carry from Norwich to <laughs> give him this to get this production running. If
1: anything, give him this. Look, all my robed buddies are here. Oh yeah, the end. <laughs> so
0: yeah. That's it. She's doomed. She's yeah.
1: doomed. Like yeah. all of Britain in the 70s. Yeah. Oh, God. So, Paul, what did you make of... What was a Satan's Slave? Satan's
0: Slave, Paul. In Seminoid. Oh, God. It was... For me, it was a tad on the dull side, this one. Um, yes. Yeah, it had a, Agreed. a, a couple of uh, fun moments, but it wasn't... It definitely yeah. was light on the laughs, which, you know, I'm sure was intended. Yeah. Yes, uh, that's so thing, So, yeah. points for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I will say there was a... At times had Mm. wicker man vibes which i think it's just like being in rural england and just how shit england is in general yeah so Um, shit (laughs) it's just so fucking bollocks isn't it um (laughs) and and just god that the boyfriend richard beckinsale his thing of staying in bed all day i could all i thought was yeah good on you mate what else is there (laughs)
1: smoke in there cover it in soot it's just oh god yeah this movie it's like has a, a job skin then. rash. The 70s, Britain in the 70s was a skin rash. So.
0: It was only there three days a week.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a yeah. topical yeah. gag. Um, Fuck yeah, had to make up for me saying race riots earlier.
1: <laughs> did you? Jesus, I missed that.
0: Well, well, I, I I did and I meant, you know, oncoming, incoming, but it was, right. it sounded like I was saying race riots in the 70s and also, you know, you, you one would argue that they weren't race riots.
1: <gasps> there you go. <sighs> Someone could even so, maybe yeah. write a dissertation about it if they wanted to. Probably. Not a dissertation, or
0: a long essay, yeah. Yeah, a long essay. I mean, I, essay. I didn't about that, but yeah. I did about other things.
1: Oh, I thought you did. And you... I maybe you are getting notes from Gavin about race riots. Oh,
0: shit! <laughs> okay, I misread that dynamic entirely. <laughs> no, you cut to me just on uh, next PM of England. <laughs> England, <laughs> <You> we've seceded. <laughs> you uh... zoom
1: in on the race riots of the 1970s, and you just keep going, and you get Goodman in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> like the fucking end of The
0: Shining. I'm one of the elite," he says. So yeah, (laughs) Yeah, this this movie, yeah, it, it had a few good things going for it, and it had potential. But it also, again, had, just had that feel of, oh, might have needed a human touch with the directing or the performances yeah. or, or something. Other than Michael Goff, obviously. He was just <laughs> stellar.
1: Yeah, I think so. I, I kind of enjoyed it. But very much like last week, there's some really great stuff watered down by these long stretches of exposition, expository dialogue. Mm. But there is some wild yeah. stuff. There's lots of gore. Yes. There's shamelessly exploitative nudity. <laughs> Um, there's over-the-top acting from some yeah. people, um, especially, yes, Martin Porter as, uh, Brian Cox. Yeah. <laughs> he was, he was amazing. Um, I also enjoy the fact that this is kind of like a time capsule mm. of 70s British horror. You know, you've got, s- oh, oh, British horror, but with a sleazy Italian exploitation streak in it. Yeah, I definitely wrote that down. It's like Mario Bava directing uh, a Dennis Wheatley story. Yes. You know, it's just got that lovely kind of clash of cultures going on of just smut and yes. somewhat chilling British well, horror. And I
0: enjoyed there's that. The, there's a cut to a shot of Stephen kissing and then stabbing this unknown woman to death to prove a point that yeah. the secretary is making about how evil Stephen is. There's lots of blood. <laughs> evil Stephen. Yeah, evil Stevens, And uh, there's lots of blood. And then there's a nip. <laughs> and, then, and then blood. And then we get the boob again. And I thought... This was directed by an Italian. Come on, <laughs> come on now, come on! Somebody wrestle that man down and get him to confess what he is. <laughs> but I oh, will, God, I will I think, say, hmm. com- comparing the two, uh, Saint and Slave" yeah. and "Primeval." For me, "Primeval" had uh, way more of the hilarious mm. Dark Place moments for me, and 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 the slower moments yeah. were staged in that uh, inhuman way that Dark Place has, you know. <laughs> mimicked, you know where yeah. like even when nothing was happening, I was still finding it really amusing, just because of how say the cop looked <laughs> or, or yeah. how the characters were looking <laughs> at each other, whereas this had yeah. a few more genuine, like genuinely good moments some some better gore yes um
1: it's a tough comparison, I think I lean a little more satan's slave, okay, I think the aesthetic is just more my kind of thing
0: <laughs> i I would go prime evil
1: fair enough and there's. A poorly versus episode <laughs> the happened of Satan slave versus primeval. Which of our friends do we get to watch the fucking things? Uh, fuck me. <laughs> and this oh, week, the none ju- let's the, keep our friends. The, the jury didn't show up again, and we've received more death threats. <laughs> All right, well look, th- this is still it's still a pretty good laugh this one. It's got some dull yes. bits, but it's only 90 minutes long and it's quite, yeah. it's quite entertaining.
0: And there are plenty of good things.
1: Yeah, let's get to those. <laughs> I will start with the cartoon opening. Only calling it a cartoon isn't quite right. It's just an image that changes every couple of credits. Yeah. Uh, But it's like a skull and it gets like uh, a face that becomes a skull. And it's, it's good fun. It sets okay. up the mood.
0: I, I, I did like the opening, the production logo for Brent Warner Productions. Because it was very much a Brent oh, yeah. Warner Productions. Uh, Brent Warner Productions. by Brent Warner. Written, directed, <laughs> produced, <laughs> Shout out by Brent Warner. A Brent Warner Brent joint. Brent Warner. And, and it was... It was very yeah. colorful and like... da da yeah. uh, welcome to the sleazy movies and <laughs> yeah. Th- then that color just was drained out immediately for nineteen seventies Britain
1: Oh love it,
0: love that, yeah, <laughs> love, love that contrast, that.
1: okay, I like the fact that when they're walking the grounds, she sees a creepy statue in the middle of the lawn and it kind of zooms in, and it's unclear what it is. I think it's meant to be like a chair or something because later on we see her like superimposed on top of it, burning. <laughs> But oh, okay. I don't know, it's just an odd little feature that kind of put the chills mm. up me. I like nice. that. I had a feel of like the um the ghost stories for Christmas that they used to make in the 70s. So uh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Something good yeah. about that. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um I mm-hmm. in the scene where we first have Brian Cox uh-huh. and this American lady and she's giving her story about <clears throat> she moved to England to get away from was it her parents or something. Yeah. And I heard, like some dark past and, dark past. and uh, He's pouring more wine, and he goes, "Well, we might as well finish it off. Might, might as well finish it off." And uh, <laughs> and she goes, "Finish me off, you mean?" And I just found that kind of oh, before you know. Yeah, before, before he did all the, did all did all the murders, but then he did a lot she, of murders, um, mate. Yeah, and, and he goes, "Well, I, you know," uh, he says something, and she's like, "Oh, yeah, you just want to get me drunk for the same reason you lured me to your mansion out in the middle of nowhere." And Stephen goes, mm, I just thought you might enjoy it. And it started the sentence with a, <laughs> uh, that, that plumminess pool was Fuck yeah. delightful.
1: Oh, God, who wouldn't want to get
0: murdered by him? It's his, it's his jacket cinched in so tight. <laughs> Can't do words no more.
1: Oh, my God. um, After Brian Cox has, um, not Brian Cox, after Richard um, Beckinsale, oh, dear, has, yeah. um, <laughs> what did I call him? Alpha Pant. After Arthur Pant has jumped off the roof and has <clears throat> fallen to his death. The, yeah. the gross details of his body are just the oh worst. Oh my god! Yeah, just burst elbows and knees and legs bent all the wrong ways. It's just ugh. I've got that, that whole was, sequence. That was um, fun. He, like <laughs>
0: from starting with him cutting his hand and then getting in the lift and, and yeah, yeah, screaming yeah. with the with the voodoo, good escalation, uh, the voodoo hoodoo going on. The and, voodoo and, you yeah. do. Oh god, that's not. And then he um, <laughs> he's, he's on he's on the roof or hmm. on a window ledge, and uh, as he topples off, it like goes from. Front-on perspective to first-person perspective as he spins about in the sky, and yeah. then it's just a sudden like splat as he hits the floor, and yeah, yeah like mashed-up face and broken leg, and oh then my the god, then the full shot of his body just mangled on the floor is really yeah. horrible. <laughs> it really is quite horrible. That's yeah. an effective little moment there. Yeah, back to this wonderful scene of Stephen murdering this this lady at the beginning. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh like he he engages was this directed by an italian um with some in some like sexy violence and he nah. uh like like they they're going they're about to have sex but then he starts smothering her with a pillow and he's got yeah. like be, but he has real horrible ferocity in his face when he's doing this there's <laughs> yeah. just something really visceral about it
1: yeah um, i will say that my flatmate did only watch only watched a few moments of this film yeah. with me um <laughs> and it was the opening moments so yeah somewhere around the sex crime he did wander yeah. off.
0: <laughs> which is, he's never going to have a film podcast, Paul.
1: <laughs> Look, if we turned away every time there was a really problematic bit of nudity, we'd have yeah. fucking stopped in episode five.
0: <laughs> Assassin's Creed. No, Assassin's Jews ascending, I forget which. Oh, oh, it all blurs together horrible, horrible past.
1: <laughs> I love it. Okay, I'll have that when Brian Cox is stabbed in the eye with a nail file, it looked great. Yeah. It, it really did, yeah. And it's very surprising. Come it on, was surprising went, and it really did look like there was a nail file in his fucking eye and I don't it's what that great thing of a practical special effect I don't completely know how they did it because it doesn't yes. look like a fake eye
0: yeah and he's looking around and he mm. like yeah it looks good it looks fucking good when it happens it does oh man uh. yeah it's great <laughs> love it so back to Stephen killing this woman at the start <laughs> um, best scene it, in the movie yeah it, it, it's just when when he stabs her finally he he obviously has a fake knife And Mm. they tried, you know, they do some clever cutting to uh, obfuscate what's happened, like that it's a fake knife. So the first time he stabs her from above, he kind of thrusts down, and then we cut to this blade really lamely dragging across the body. And Mm. then the second time the knife, he does it like he thrusts, and then it cuts to the knife hitting the body. But it's very obviously a wooden, like a prop knife hitting a fake body because it doesn't pierce skin and it kind of knocks when it hits the body. Yeah. just kind of gets shoved through. Yeah. It, it oh. doesn't even pierce skin. It just stops because it's yeah. two solid objects.
1: <laughs>
0: Do you have anything that's not in the first few minutes? Um, I finished and I cleaned myself up and I had an energy okay. to write down a couple more. Uh, seventies pubes, Paul.
1: Oh yeah, come on, lots of those. It was a different time. <laughs> yeah, um, a better time. Only in that respect, literally <laughs> only in that respect.
0: Because it's it, it's very much it's a microcosm of the seventies. You got seventies pubes, <laughs> but then lots of horrible stuff happening around the seventies pubes by men, and it's <laughs> it's best not yeah. to think about it.
1: It's ironic, really, because after Thatcher, things in general would just be a lot less well maintained, except yeah, except, <laughs> except the pubes. Those. Yeah, everyone, you see, that's the thing is, nobody's got nobody's out there funding the NHS, so they just stay at home, styling the pubes all day. Jesus, come on, comrades.
0: Do you, you really want Thatcher's legacy to be uh, smooth badges? <laughs>
1: Look, we could, we're both sat here with bald pussies. Oh, yeah, like head to toe. Are we any, yeah, are we any better off? Are we? Are we? Vote for the 70s to come back. That's right, vote Corbyn.
0: David Cameron would like you <laughs> to be happy with your shaved pussy, but are you going to let him tell you what to do with your shaved pussy? He ran with it in 2015 and he won.
1: And I think that's a damning indictment of this country. And it's absolutely. I can't believe he got peeps. away with that. can't yeah.
0: believe it. He said, hug, hug, a, hug a shaved pussy was his slogan. <laughs>
1: there were um, banners and posters and badges. I have, I have <laughs> George one. George Osborne was it. singing
0: it from the rooftops, and everyone said, yeah, I'd love to have a beer with him. <sighs> like, I don't know what that is. Um, <laughs>
1: What part of that sentence? The first word. I? Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Get out. Whatever what, you're you saying,
0: want. like, you don't have a soul, and he just looks at you. <laughs> and then, um, I have, I have a history degree. Oh. That, <laughs> okay. That actually makes sense. That makes a and lot a of sense. And a shaved
1: pussy, and he pulls away his tear away trousers. And, and he's um, got one. And he won. <laughs> he won an election. He won every election.
0: Lance, like, biggest election victory in, in history. So... <laughs> Um, I did like the the open mouth placato kiss. Oh yeah, where the secretary goes, you and yeah. before she can get the word out. He just whoa, clamps down.
1: Yeah, oh. you know, that is his te- his technique. <laughs> he does do it later to um to Felicity Kendall or whatever her name is. Yeah, so <laughs>
0: that's just God. his mouth method. But his lips were pursed, so I think they he just squishes his face in. <laughs> he's a gaunt man, but he's clearly got a lot of yeah. elasticity around <laughs> the cheeks. Cause it just because it sort of gloms yeah. over when Karen or whoever her name is is, is rooting around <laughs> Stephen's desk, yeah. uh, the portrait behind her is looking down on her as if it was there for that reason of, of like <laughs> just, just looking down on anyone <laughs> at the desk. I love it. It's a great concentration aid. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> is the pleasure of Stephen worth the pain? Is the best naffest <laughs> line of all time. Fuck me, what a stupid oh, like naff country English.
1: I loved his relationship with his secretary of just needling her all the time. It was like the relationship yeah. from that, that movie, um Fuck, the one that we the Gorehouse Great from like year two. That was about the uh the dad who dies and leaves his daughters oh, as the inheritance. Yeah. Shit. These You these fucking bitch!
0: Like, ha <laughs> ha dad <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: gonna murder you. God, all <laughs> these movies are so blandly named I've no chance of fucking remembering. It'd be like yeah, Thrill Kill. Yeah,
0: It might genuinely be called Thriller I don't know, Jees- anyway Je- Jesus' is taint um, <laughs> Love that movie It's got the taint of Jesus all over it, boy um, And then, yeah, there, there, there were plenty more lines That were just really mm. brilliantly shit In an English accent Catherine, John is dead Oh no <laughs> yes. Shit And it's drizzling <gasps> I was going oh. to water the petunias Well, you <laughs> don't need to anymore it's raining.
1: Let's talk about Goff. Let's talk about his beautiful gorgeous voice. Yeah. Um which is just wonderful and really great at delivering lines like um If you've ruined my plans, Stephen, I'll kill you. I can promise you that. <laughs> That's oh God, wonderful. that was
0: amazing. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? I've I've always admired your ability to suffer in silence. Never change. <laughs> There's a bit where he's like the
1: police would like to ask you some questions and she's like no. And he's like, never mind. And he's got the biggest fucking smile on his face. Yeah. Just like nothing is wrong in the entire world. It's just ugh, oh, it's wonderful. And yeah. I also love the costumes that he apparently provides himself. <laughs> the, yeah, the long just, red robes are really good.
0: The way the way he lived his life, apparently. <laughs>
1: um, yeah. Stained with fish and chips.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the the fish and chips of others of, of lessers.
1: <laughs> of lesser men. Yeah. But he the was chips he of was... lesser men. The Michael Goff story. <laughs>
0: definitely his biography let's find it let's find it and promote it um yeah the the reveal that he gets at the end where he's they've been convincing her that it's a dream um yeah and it's like well i just i'd like to call my boyfriend and make sure he's you know re- reassure myself he's still there yeah. of course the phone is behind the curtain and uh <laughs> and she goes and and it's steven with a knife in him it's brian cox yeah, astronomer yeah. with a knife in him and uh <laughs> And he he's just sitting there, and he just I think he very slowly gets up from the chair, and he's like, "Yes, you see," <laughs> and then that's, and then it's basically you're gonna die now. But yeah, there's there's no evil. It's like a yeah a villain that I'm comforted by at the same time because <laughs> he's just so fucking cool and mustachioed yeah. and and warm.
1: Just my seventies like, well, in
0: a nutshell. Yeah, <laughs> it's how it's 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 the Tory story, isn't it? It's how it's how <laughs> they get you.
1: It's how they get you. You just want them to win somehow. You want to be their it's just,
0: slave. It's just him and Jacob Reese. Re- Re- him and Jacob Reese Moss, mate. Jacob Reese Moss? Fuck me. I can't even get his name out. It's so the- fucking double barreled.
1: It's so fucking, fucking stupid and bad. That it's just impossible. And also, every time you get the Jacob out, you picture his face and you're too infuriated to actually put anything together. Yeah. Uh, he, just, he just looks like a cartoon vampire. I don't know what this country's doing. They're, they're, they're <laughs> so obviously the bad guys. They look like Uh, cartoons. They look like the fucking bad guys from He-Man.
0: I know. Oh, my God. They don't know anything about you or what we do.
1: Can't relate to anything that hasn't been alive for hundreds of years. (laughs) They don't even remember the Carpavian era. (laughs) I speak
0: Carpavian, I know. Nanny taught it to me. (laughs) Fuck you, dying Satan slave, you prick.
1: (laughs) Get killed by an exploitative 70s
0: porn director. Right now, yeah, my favourite bit of Satan's Slave was when he got Jacob Reese mogg actually got murdered in it, actually him, <laughs> and then they cut it from the movie because no one would believe it because of him. <laughs> Cause nobody his face. gave a shit. Oh god, wonderful.
1: Well, that's a, that's it for Satan's Slave. <laughs> As you can tell, we enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, one better thing, I'd suggest Crimson Peak has similar vibes and is a very good film. Um, yeah. Marcy
0: Math may Marlene.
1: Yep, that'll do. Um, <laughs> at least one of those uh i assume we didn't ask the og team because why the fuck would we no busy we,
0: we do these when we're very very busy and uh and and also <laughs> and yeah who the fuck would have Evil. seen Satan yeah or
1: yeah, this whatever one if we, we're doing if we'd, right have, now. if we'd
0: have done in seminoid then different story obviously <laughs> oh but shit yeah you you've got to do the ones no one's expecting and the ones no one has seen absolutely so when, well, when seminoid ever, is too on brand for us yeah i i think you know when you're doing a film podcast paul you really have to go for the yeah you have to realise that the more people listen, the, the more that they're aware of the movies. And what you want to do yeah. is say, no, fuck off, actually. We're going to do the ones you yeah. haven't seen and can't relate to.
1: Fuck off, audience. This is what you're getting. And that's, <laughs> I think, what people respect most about us. Yeah. Well, that's that's just about going to do it for Satan's Slave Paul. How can those lovely people who should fuck off find out all about us?
0: As you fuck off all the way around the world um, and then come back, back to again. us, but like behind us. Yeah. And creep up on us Ooh. and go... We're we're still here, and we don't agree with all of the things you say, but some of the things <laughs> are pretty good, and that's why we're going to listen to the next episode. And we might even leave you a five-star review on iTunes, if you're that way what? inclined. Oh, That's so
1: generous of them.
0: And then we'll turn around and we'll hug you, and you wouldn't have been expect- expecting the hug because we've been so standoffish until now. And then <laughs> once we're close and we're, you, you can feel our hot breath on your ear, it's getting pretty Ooh. personal, and you think, pretty oh, God, where's breath. this guy? And we'll say... Twitter at OGT pod, Facebook <laughs> OGT pod. You can send us an email at gmail at ogtpod at gmail.com. Um, send me the DMs, slide right down Ooh, there. Oh, Get and, in those DMs. And I promise, shut up, shut up, Fucking shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. And then and then you start pushing <laughs> me away, and I go, no, shut up, I haven't finished, I haven't finished. And then you run. Oh, for, the, shit, for God's you were sake, Brian run. Cox. Just run. <laughs> Because Michael Shannon is there with his arms open And honestly at this point he's the lesser of two evils And from there you can <laughs> both li- You can listen to us on Patreon On Spotify um, in, in the safety of Michael Shannon's arms Embrace <laughs> Embrace While the Shannon I'm
1: Hiding from Michael Goff's moustache I'm Paul Stachio
0: oh, I'm, I'm tired and I don't know where I am
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to bed And remember The one good thing about Satan's slave Is that Alfred murders women